Hey, waiters, it's Z. Thanks so much for listening to the While We're Waiting podcast, episode seven. I don't know about y'all, and yes, I said y'all because I am a Southern belle, but I have been thoroughly enjoying these convos with my friends and family who are making me feel confident about this waiting experience. You'll hear more on the season finale, episode eight, with my take on what I've learned and what's on the top of my wait list soon. Right now, though, waiters, you are about to hear a familiar voice, my mom, Paula DeBose Johnson. Our conversation focused on all things relationships, more specifically romantic ones. She touched a bit on the subject matter in episode six, which y'all need to listen to if you haven't already. And trust me, waiters, you'll be glad you did. That way you'll understand why my mom was not playing when we talked about the importance of valuing time, why the bare minimum is never enough, and she even turns the interview on me. Yeah, just keep listening. You'll see what I'm talking about. Here's part two of a very transparent conversation featuring my mom, Paula, entitled Wait, It'll Be Worth It. She was selected to be not featured in just one magazine, not featured in just two magazines, but also a September cover woman. So I'm just, or cover woman slash calendar woman. See, she's doing so much, I can't even keep up. (laughs) So mom, say hello again to the waiters. Hello, waiters. Thank you so much for having me on, Z. Thank you for being willing to come back for part two and- For the first episode that we did together, mom, you just spoke so much on relationships. And I think based off the amount of time you've been with one person who just so happens to be my father, who I hope to have on the podcast soon rather than later, I just think that it was pretty cool how you just had so many dope gems to drop regarding relationships. So I think that we would be remiss not to talk a little bit about your take on relationships just a little bit more because you know for individuals like myself I'm closer to 30 than I am to 21 that's what I say these days I refuse to say my true age but you know like mom what what, what's going on what's taking so long mama where my man at because <laughs> I know you've been talking to the Lord a lot longer than I have so I feel like he probably gave you a revelation or something I'm trying to tell you, um, so I guess it won't be a secret since I'm telling it on your podcast here. I wrote prayers for you and your sister Mm. when you all were very young. They're still in my Bible about the mate that um, your father and I, we, we pray for for you all. Now, with that, parents can say whatever they want, right? Right. Um, but you all, I'm sure, already have a list in your head about the things you want. Mm-hmm. And and let's, let, beyond the let them be tall, let them be fine, <laughs> you know, let them be s'more. Okay, beyond those things. Mm-hmm. We're talking about someone who loves God. And mm-hmm. if he loves God, he will understand how to treat you. Yeah. Um, a man that, of course, honors his family right after God, no one else. Period. Um, and while they may be close to their mother and father, following the bit, the Bible where it says that you are to cleave to your wife or your husband and you're leaving your parents, you know, in 
not you're not leaving them alone forever to be right. out there in a wasteland. But oh, your family unit is a little different now. It's the two of you all together. That he'd be a great provider, a great listener, um, someone who would make an absolute fool out of himself for you. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute, mom. What does oh, that yeah. mean? Absol- what does that mean? To it. Okay. Um, I've never heard this one, guys. Somebody with a great sense of humor and also men that that are honorable and strong enough to handle a strong woman. Because we raised you all to both be godly women, strong women who are able to not only stand on their own, but also have their mates back. And, Mm -hmm. and, And it takes a a very unique man who is very secure in himself to be able to support, um, uplift, inspire, acknowledge, pray for, and step back sometimes so that their their wife can have the spotlight. Wow. And so I say that because um, your husband... Your my husband, I'm sorry, your daddy, my baby's daddy, is a very accomplished man. And people are always, whenever we're together, people that are comfortable enough to say it will always say, you know, it's it's amazing. People even know that you're there with your amazing daughters and amazing wife. Well, mm-hmm. let me tell you how important it is to have the right partner in your life. Because if you have somebody that has a spirit of jealousy and a spirit of competition, Speak on someone it. that can't show up for you in the exact same way that you show up for them or Come more on. so, Come on. then you all aren't going to make it a- in a relationship because somebody is going to um, feel as if they're not being seen and they're going to step back or step completely away. Right. You can't be in competition with one another. Ooh. And the the reality for us is at the very beginning of our relationship um i told your daddy he was going to be my husband you did i surely did because i saw something that i wanted and ladies I don't went do that now it. don't do that now well, guys either because yeah, you might Samoria get a call has a different take mom and- they're gonna get Call to court <laughs> because they're gonna get arrested for stalking. Okay? I didn't say. Hey, I tell people all the time we got married because the stalking laws were changing. Oh man! So and it wasn't like that. To be to be serious, <laughs> I saw him. I liked what I saw when we started talking. I told him, you know, you're gonna be my husband, and he thought that was the funniest thing. But guess what? <clears throat> it's been almost thirty years, you all. So okay, God. In all of this, he always said that he would be supportive of whatever it was I did. He said he would be my biggest champion. He said he would always have my back. And in this, what's interesting is he never asked me for anything. And yeah. and let me tell you, I never really thought about this until you and I were talking some years back. And I said, you know what? He never asked me for anything. Mm. He just told me all the things that he would be for me. And I was willing to accept all of those things. Of course those you were. were. Things that I felt like I needed. But right. guess what? Because we, we were moving, because I've always seen how selfless he was. 
how honest, forthright, how he at one point was working three jobs to take care of us because he wanted to honor his word as a man and be on, our man. protector and our provider. I always tried to make sure he knew that he was my Superman, that he was the best father in the world, the best husband in the world. And I always affirmed him. He made me want Come to affirm now. him every day because he honored me. You see how that worked? Ooh, you have so ooh. he didn't have to ask me, but because he was being the amazing person he was, I just gave it to him. I just get and I wanted to give it to him. I wanted to give him more. So till this day, and you see how he shows up. He he will show up on two wheels, um, <laughs> literally needing to get there so that he can be right there in the front um, taking pictures or doing whatever it is we need when it's our time to shine. And you see mm. how we as a family, when it's his turn, we show up. And I think it's only been one event in our entire time together. Because, I mean, we were together off and on for almost five years before we got married. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're closer to probably 37 years. So anyway, um, but in all that, when it's his turn, we all show up in mass because that's what family does. Right. We show up in support. And then when things are going wrong, when things are not happening the way that we want them to, um, when we're in struggle or in crisis, we circle the wagons. So that is what a relationship is. It's us against the world. And and God has has been faithful. And even when we've had those struggles, it didn't it didn't it didn't tear us apart. It drew us closer together. And so that is when I said I wrote prayers in my Bible, those were the kind of men I, I want amazing son-in-laws that add to this family, not oh, take man. away. Period. Because we're going to show up in mass because that's what the Johnsons do. We're going to be your biggest champions. But our expectation is that you provide those same things when it comes to our daughters, when it comes to my husband, when it comes to our godchildren, because that's what family does. And one person can't always be in the spotlight. It's your turn today, baby. I got you. Let me Let me carry your briefcase and you know, make sure you're looking good for the camera. And then we switch that thing. Tomorrow is my turn. Hold my purse, take the picture, stand here and, you know, help me look nice. You know what I'm saying? So it's partnership. And I think a lot of people want to be in relationship, but they don't really understand what that really means. It means sacrificing and dying to, it, it's, it's dying but you have to give of yourself. You have to give more and be willing to give more every day. And that's 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 what it is. I want to give him so much so he knows that I will always have his back. I want to do that because I know that he would do no less for me. I think that's good. And that's the next segue for me because in the previous episode together, 
I mentioned how in my generation, we're going through this whole bare minimum mentality where, especially for females, (laughs) mom, Mm, 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 (laughs) for females, mm. you know, especially on TikTok, that's really the main social media. That's what we (laughs) want to call, call it like a social media outlet for me. That's really the main one. Excuse me. And so the, for the, for you page for, for Zamoria, for Z, it always has waiters about relationship stuff. I swear that these people are listening to my conversation. They so, are. Anyways, <laughs> you know, in addition to it always being about the bare minimum, meaning the individual is nice. The individual made sure to open the door on the date or they made sure to see if you got home safely. Like these are the things that are considered the bare minimum. We also have don't tell me, show me. So we're mm. right now going through this show me phase and you kind of already hinted on it, mom. So let's say we're, we're meeting, we've met somebody and we're in the, in the, in the, the moment of trying to get to know them. So we may just hang out casually. What are some things, whether you're a female or male, just some, some general things that we need to look out for in terms of making sure, again, we're not getting just the bare minimum. Because the bare minimum, like I heard earlier today on TikTok, it's the floor. Okay. We want something <laughs> more than just them being at the floor level. Okay. Okay. Ooh. How do we make sure that we don't just get the bare minimum effort, but also we're seeing it? Cause I it's one thing, like you said, dad told you all these things, but I'm sure you were like, Oh, that's so beautiful. That's so sweet. But you got to a point also where you were like, okay, well show me these things. Mm -hmm. How do we make sure that not only are we being told these things, but also not getting the bare minimum by them actually doing those things? Like what should we be looking out for? You need to watch, (laughs) watch, pay attention. (laughs) Just what you can say what you want, but if well, what are we looking for? Them, like what okay. are we looking for? So let me let me first say this: you teach people how to treat you. There we go. There we go. Ding ding. I'm gonna um, say that your, your father and I met on the campus of Florida AM University back in 1988. Wow. Okay. And and I told you, he was on scholarship. I was on scholarship. We didn't have anything. We were both working multiple jobs and in school full time. But he did things. He's like, I'd like to take you out. Well, he didn't have a lot of money. I knew that. Mm-hmm. And so and I'm like, OK, so where what are we doing? You know, because I need to know how to dress. Right. And he's right. like, well, we're not going to do anything big. How about a picnic in the park? Aww. So. That's and so and my thing, yeah, it wasn't it romantical. It is. It is. That's <laughs> but, a great COVID first date, by the way. Just throw that let out me there. tell you, it is the <laughs> small things, and you know, I know. Come on now. The, the world and TikTok and Facebook and all these videos will tell you that it's about getting the bag, and he must have all this <laughs> money and all that. <laughs> We are so materialistic. Look, both of us are able-bodied. We can both work. I don't need a five, six thousand dollar square foot house. We don't have that. We've never had it. We might get it. But there is a peace in having what you can afford and building something together and putting some money in the bank so that you have a savings in case a global (laughs) pandemic happens. You know? Okay, mm. I digress. That's a whole nother show. Yeah. But I knew what he had. It wasn't about the money. It was the character of the man that mm-hmm. I was interested in. 
And mm-hmm. I knew that because that man was working to get his degree, I saw his work ethic. Mm-hmm. I knew that if we had a family, he would work just as hard because I watched. Come I watched now. and paid attention to what he was doing. And he never wavered. He was the same man for all of those years before we got married. He, uh, he always told me the truth. If he said, look, I'm going to pick you up at six o'clock. Guess what? He was at my door at six o'clock. If Come on not before. Come on right? now. Because to be early is to what? To be on be time. On time. And to Come be on, on now. time is to, be, to be, what? be late. Late. Okay. So I watched those things. Now let's, let's be honest, full transparency. I wasn't ever ready, but <laughs> look. And to this day, I'm generally still not ready. Help a Lord. But I have, he kept his word to me. And if he said he would do something, he did it. And he prioritized me. So let me tell you something. And I'm speaking to the ladies. Okay. Men can say anything. So can ladies, but I'm talking to the ladies about men. So brothers, you can be mad, but I'm going to say what I'm going to say. Go ahead, mama. So (laughs) if a dude really wants you, if you are his top choice, he is going to prioritize you. Come on now. You, if you're feeling like you are not his priority, it's because you're not. That it. It's no more science to that. Ding, he ding, is ding. putting something else in the place of you because that's what's more important to him. And if you allow that and stay, you're saying it's okay. Right. So you teach people how to treat you. Now, do things come up? Do things happen? Did he have to take another shift? Because I will tell you, my husband was a working man. At a point, he was... He was um, working it with Pizza Hut, delivering pizzas, working at McDonald's. He sold vacuum cleaners. He used to, he used to drive the buses. Da- David was a man that would work whatever it took to take care of his family. But yeah. if he told me, be ready at 8 o'clock and we will go to A, B, and C, he did those things. And for me, again, my childhood was a little bit differently. Uh, it was a little different from others. People didn't keep their word. So he knew what he was dealing with when he met me. I was honest with him about some of the things in my childhood. So he knew he couldn't come halfway. He right. knew he couldn't say, I'll be there at 8 o'clock and show up at 8.30. Because number one, I wouldn't go with you. Number two, I'm likely going to lose your number. I might give you one chance. But that three strikes thing, that was never me. Never. <laughs> right? Again, my, my childhood was a little different. And and I'm I'm not one of those women that would work with you. That is not how I was built. Oh, I'm wow. Just, no, no, I'm not a I'm not the project lady. Um, and see, I know that about me. Now I have friends that are, are in great relationships with their honeys, and they were project people, right? Oh, they they stuck with them, they they built them up and they did think things fell off and no that's not problem and i didn't raise you all to be project people no i never so, like build a beer so that, 
<laughs> oh, I don't have time to go to man. So, so I'll leave that there. But you want a man that's already, he's fully formed. He's got his stuff together. He has a plan, a vision. He's Come got goals. Now. And he has made up in his mind, he wants you. Yeah. Guess what? That relationship's going to look a little bit different than these little jokers just trying to slide by and see what they can get into. Mm, mm, and so, mm. again, you teach people how to treat you. I like so that. If you feel like you shouldn't be prioritized, then keep letting these dudes do what they do. But you all are also making it hard for the other women out there. When you allow people to do whatever and treat you however, then when they move on to the next person, they're trying to figure out what's wrong with this person. <laughs> it's like, no, it's learned behavior. behavior. Mm. She let me do mm. it. Mm. Why won't you let me do it? Because I'm not her. Period. No, sir. I'm not doing Period. that. So prioritize yourself and watch. Pay attention to what they say and do. Yes, and don't waste a lot of time with the ones that's trying to pull it together. Okay, let's yes, that's my next question. If he is showing you something, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not a hundred percent there, okay? And you say you're not a three strikes and you're out type of individual, Mm -hmm. but you know, I'm learning how to have grace because whoever I end up marrying, there are going to be times where they're going to drop the ball. It's going to happen because we're human. We make mistakes. We're flawed. So when we're in the process of getting to know people, whether you're a guy or a gal, when does it get to a point where it's like, okay, I'll give you grace this, this time around because I understand things happen. And we're watching, we're seeing that they're trying. At what point is it time for us to walk away? Because we realize no matter how much we continue to give them grace and they're trying, it's just not hitting the mark. When is it time to go ahead and go? And I don't want the Paula, the Bowles, well, Paula, the Bowles at the time that will give the answer of I'll be gone after the first time. But rather in today's day and age, when is it a good time to just be like, okay, he tried or she tried, but I think it's time to go on it's the end of the road mm. although we've come to the okay, end okay we can't do that because i'm not paying them copyright oh, okay, infringement <laughs> okay so all right get you thinking so you said a couple of things one you said in relationship in one instance so you said so if we're in a relationship i know that um my partner may drop the ball right that's very different than being in this whole dating phase. Okay, right? there we go. Nobody is perfect. Now, has have I dropped the ball dozens of times? Yes. Does my husband show me grace? Absolutely. So you're talking about in the dating phase. So people know, again, I told you, I looked out the window. I saw the dude. Once I talked to him, I knew. Whoop, that's the one, right? Wow. So yeah, that was very different. <laughs> for me. But for you all, you're you're talking to a person, you've been very clear about what you want, and they say they want the same thing as you. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be a lot of drop balls because you all are supposed <laughs> to be going in the same direction. Come on now. So help the people out. I learned this the hard way. Help the people out, mama. You know, people, people. And and let's let don't get me wrong. Let's let's be real clear. I'm not saying these people are bad people. Right. 
sometimes people just don't have their act together. Right. And so to answer your question in a short way, it's set your timetable. You know that you can only probably deal with this foolishness by two months. <laughs> you know that you might be a six month girl. You might be willing to take it for a year. Whoa. But let me tell you all something. Time is a precious commodity that you yes. cannot get back. It's priceless. It's and, priceless. And if you waste Paula's time, you've created an egregious act. Uh-oh. So I'm like, you, you've done something that it, I can't get any of that time back. So don't waste my time. I don't like time wasters. So mm-hmm. if you said you want us to be in relationship together, my expectation is that we are trying to we are trying to move towards that friendship then in a dating relationship. You mm-hmm. can't be trying to get yourself together when you said <laughs> you wanted to be in relationship with me. You should have yourself together before you come to me with that. So it's miss me with that. Ooh. So again, you set your timetable and you have to you have to know who you are because I'm a person that doesn't look back. Now mm. it was now let, let me clarify. It was something a little bit different about your daddy. Oh man. Okay. Disclaimer. Um, but I knew that he was supposed to be my husband. I knew that. So I looked back a few times for him. Mm. So I think it will depend on the the person where you are in that relationship and if you really feel like that's the person you're supposed to be with I think you will give a lot of grace but I think sometimes um, these young women give these guys too much grace I think they give them too much rope what is considered to be too much grace so how many times do you let a person stand you up oh okay gotcha how how many times do you let that happen (laughs) How many times do you um, listen to a person say, um, oh, yes, I will come and I want to see you do this. You come you come and celebrate me. I want to come celebrate you. And they never do. How many times do they say, you know, I want to I want to get together. I want to do this. Let's pick a time and date. Right. But it seems like for those things that are important or priority to them, they can show up early. So you can't always be in the giving position. It's like you can't always be in the receiving position. People are going to get tired of that. And if people are showing you that and you're not even in relationship yet, what do you think is going to happen once you establish a relationship? That's a learned behavior and titles don't change the person i recently heard that and my thing is some people are doing amazing things and they're trying to change the they're trying to change the world right now guess what they don't have time for you they might think (laughs) they have time but their actions will show that to you and it Mm -hmm. it won't take long Mm -hmm. and i think what you want to see Right. And I think it goes back to waiters. It's just, again, you have to know who you are. Oh my goodness, mom, we could talk about relationships all day, every day. And I think that relationships are just a core of who we are. You know, I remember in my psychology class back in high school, one of the very first tenets that we learned was that relationships are a part of life. Everybody 
need somebody no matter what it has an effect on our our psyche it has an effect on how we move throughout life it has an effect on how we make decisions and if we choose to be with the wrong individuals which you've touched on in the previous episode it can have some detrimental effects and so before the break you mentioned how if there's a person who hasn't gotten themselves together or they're not their full 100% self, then to thy own self be true, it's time to let that person go because their their words as well as their actions have shown that right now they, they are not making you a priority or they haven't done the self-work needed in order for them to be that 100% to bring into a relationship. So you let them go. You mentioned that you gave dad a few more opportunities to get it together. So from your experience for waiters, what would you say if a waiter does indeed let someone go and they still decide that they want to have a relationship with this person will just be platonic? If that individual realizes with time that that person has gotten themselves together, should they try to see if that relationship could become something more than just being friendly or should they just move on? It's really up to the individual. And and I'll say this. I you all heard me say I did look back a couple of times. I looked back with David because David um gave me grace a couple of times. So yeah. Ooh. So um I don't want you all to feel like Paula was perfect. Paula was imperfect, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> so each relationship is just that, and you said it um at the top of the broadcast. Um, we are relational people. People weren't meant to traverse this earth on their own, but relationship means a lot of different things. It's not always a husband. It could be sisters and brothers. It can be being with your aunts and uncles. It could be with your girlfriends or your, your guy friends. So it, there are different relationships. There are different things that these relationships give you. And if if something makes you feel bad and something's always making you second guess yourself, then that's not the relationship for you. That mm-hmm. is, that is not a healthy relationship. And if you've if you've decided that you couldn't be with the person and then you've you've come full circle, you've both grown and you decide to give this person another chance, there's some things that you need to think about. Number one, if if you've truly are are serious about giving them another chance you got to let the past go all the all that past stuff you don't bring that back up it's in the past it's over now with that being said those behaviors if some of those old behaviors start rearing their their heads again Mm -hmm. then you can't ignore that Mm -hmm. because that's what you're going to get because at the crux of everything that's who that person is. That is their plan. That is their go-to, right? So you have to make the decision of whether or not you want to give them another chance. Just like they have to make the decision of whether or not they're interested in taking another chance on you. And I think a lot of this gets muddied because we put too much of our business out there. Ooh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about putting others in the in the conversation of our relationships. I heard that in a sermon today about how 
you have to be careful, especially it's more so in a marital context. But I think also if you're dating and it gets serious with this person, y'all have reached the boyfriend, girlfriend level, thinking about courtship, thinking about engagement, you have to be very cautious about what you tell your friends, your loved ones, because every time you tell them something negative about that person, they they be your family your friends they'll always remember all of the bad versus the good and then when that person comes around and you all are at the cookout or y'all are at a graduation they'll always remember the bad and they're trying to figure out how you and your significant other have made it back to being copacetic everything's good but they're still thinking about all of the bad so I think, would you say, mom, that's how you and dad have been able to make it all of these years, these three plus decades? That is absolutely the thing that has kept us together. And I'm so grateful we didn't have any of the social media crap. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am so grateful that we didn't have that. Um, We had each other and we had a phone. So if there was a problem. We had to find one another to talk it out. Wow. And this, we're both kind of different in the way in which we've had those lifelong friendships. Mm -hmm. um, and that would be a great one. We keep each other out of one another's business, right? Now, I think that if it was ever a safety thing, of course, you you want to let your your friend Please. or your your brother or mother or whomever your parents know. Yeah. Um, thank God we've never encountered that. But what you said is true. You found out this man um, hung out all night with his boys, made you cry. So you all come to the cookout the next weekend and he's feeling like, well, where's this energy? I feel like everybody's <laughs> looking at me funny. Well, they are because everybody knows you made her cry and now everybody's mad at you mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and everybody wants to say something to you right so the the thing about relationships is that relationship is yours what i may put up with you may not be willing to put up with your spouse mm -hmm. what my girlfriend um may be unwilling to deal with I may be willing to deal with it with my spouse. So each relationship is different and you all are required to work through your issues together. Now, when there's something big, I'm, I'm very grateful because most of our friends have been married just as long um, as we have. Mm -hmm. They're in strong, committed relationships because we're in relationships, we know that there's always going to be a bump in the road. Mm -hmm. But I know that if something came up that was critical, it wouldn't be a girl, I need to talk to you. It was like, we need to all get on the phone and we need to have a come to Jesus meeting. Because <laughs> what's most important for all of us is the family, the family unit, the marriage. The marriage makes us all stronger. So we're all invested in this marriage right so those are kind of things that you can talk about but just that t -t 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 telling people's business you didn't take out the trash last night yeah war <laughs> stories and all of those things you don't you don't do that because right. um that that breaks down the foundation of your marriage your 
your partner is your best friend, your secret keeper. Oh, oh yes, yes. And, and say that one more time, mom. Your partner is your best friend and your secret keeper. Come on. Now man. I have other best friends, but no one trumps David. So we, I'm the vault. He's the vault. We Ooh. can share secrets amongst each other. We will talk to each other, but nobody will know that we're going through something. David and I are going to work through that. Right. The world won't know it. Social media won't know it. Facebook won't know it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that's where we've we've kind of gotten away from just trying to do the work of working through issues as a couple because we tell the world. And then get mad when we hear something we don't want to hear. Well, you gave them license to co-sign your relationship. The good, the bad, the ugly. Keep people out of your relationship. You don't have to worry about what they're saying and whether or not they agree with you. And especially if you make a decision um, that may not be a popular one with the world, once you've told everybody and now they're looking at you like, oh, you're stupid for allowing that or taking them Mm -hmm. back. That's not their business. Yeah. All that stuff that happens out there where people are putting things about their marriages and all of that for people to weigh in on. And I think that's why people can't stay married because now mm-hmm. you got 4,000 people talking about the fact that you were stupid for taking her back or taking him back. That's not their business. Mm-hmm. Your relationship is your relationship. And as long as it's no, it's nothing illegal or dangerous, harmful, right. then that's you all's business. The rest of the world needs to mind their own. Ooh-wee. Oh, man. I don't even know <laughs> where to go with that. You said a lot and then some because... Can I ask you a question? Oh, goodness. Okay, go ahead, Mom. <laughs> well, and I'm, I'm asking as um, an older person looking at at what younger people are looking at so when you see your future self with your spouse yeah it's it's coming it's coming well i I told you i wrote it in my bible girl i wrote it in my (laughs) bible okay things blossom from the prayers that are written in my bible oh you better say that prophet oh yes it's coming Mm -hmm. and he's going i'm going to love my son-in-law I'm so glad these people can't see our faces thank you Woo! Lord oh my goodness so um when you're <laughs> looking at your future spouse the one that's on their way mm-hmm. what 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 three to five things are you looking for okay. in that person number one man of god mm-hmm. kingdom man mm-hmm. number two family oriented mm-hmm. number three a man of valor um just again i think that could also stem from also being able to not only say he's going to do something but actually doing it mm-hmm. i think i've learned in this past few months that reciprocity is really Mm. big for me Mm. and I have had to reconfigure in my mind 
that yes, when you're in a relationship, it's about being selfless, but there's nothing wrong with being selfish when it comes to making sure that you're being treated fairly. Mm. And if I'm not feeling like I'm getting what I need and it's past the bare minimum, but mm. if if we're supposed to be progressing and there are things that you're saying that you want and I fulfill those things. And yet if there's something that I say that I want and it's not happening, the ball gets dropped and you're assuring me that you'll do better. And it's just this constant merry-go-round. It's a problem. I am a roller coaster type of female. I like to experience the highs, the drops, the lows, but eventually I have to get off of the ride because mm. my chiropractor will love to see me more often, but I, I can't afford him again. <laughs> so, but at the same time, I hate merry-go-rounds because there are no un highs unexplained yeah. highs, lows. And for me, as I've gotten older and I'm more mature and I now have a better understanding about what a kingdom marriage is supposed to be and how marriage is the second most important decision that I could ever make after deciding that I want to be a Christian. Mm -hmm. I, I have to make sure, like you said, that my spouse is, he's, he's focused on God and then focused on me next. And mm. that's on period. And there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. There is I, nothing wrong with that. Because I'm going to do the same for them. Mm -hmm. And like you said earlier, like because of how I was raised, I already know I would have a problem if my spouse is not showing up because there will come to a, a point where you and dad may not be able to Z will not be able to, but if you're supposed to be my spouse, you're supposed to show up. Your partner. Mm -hmm. And it's not just my spouse too. I'm starting to think about well with my kids. If I'm meeting somebody, I have to be like, can I see you being my kid's father? And I'll never forget like when we had the sex edu education talk. Very big on that. You mentioned how like if you do decide to have sex, just make sure that whoever you decide to have sex with is someone who you could be okay with them being your, your kid's father. And when you said that, that really took a turn. Like, man, that's some, that's some serious stuff. Mm. So I have to think about not only myself and my heart, but also making sure that he's not going to hurt my kid's heart, hurt our kid's heart. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was very long-winded, but you took me there. Ugh. I think that was amazing. <laughs> and see, the reason, and, and thank you for allowing me to ask you questions on your podcast. Mm -hmm. But you, you, what that shows is that you've given some thought to the person that you want. So these people that are running around just trying to jump in a relationship, what do you want? Do you <laughs> even know what you want? So while you're out there being busy, you should have an idea of what it is you're looking for. So when it shows up, you'll be able to recognize it. But I also want to add a statement. I have to say in the asterisk would be sometimes what you're presented with may not be what exactly you want. Like, you know, ladies, we want them to be six, five guys. We want her <laughs> to have hair all the way down to her back. That's hers. We have to be accommodating to what God wants us to get. And if you can be accommodating, then more than likely he'll fulfill everything that you, you need, not necessarily that what you want. Mm. Um, 
that's what I've learned at least because you know I think again to our own self be true if you you have to know what you want yes but you also have to have your hands out for expectation of getting whatever it is that God wants you to have so everybody ain't gonna show up in a Morris chestnut um frame you not and who wants to deal with all of that you know mm. I'm not saying that I'm an insecure female but I don't have time to be worried about what you got going on in your DMs <laughs> like that I'm gonna be honest and we have to be careful what we ask for because if you did say man I would just love to have me and Michael B look at what his um girlfriend Lori Harvey has to go through even though her daddy has 50 1100,000 jobs and everything she still has to deal with the mental health effects of even though I'm with this dude, they're still worried about all these other dudes that I dated and it's none of our business, whatever else happens. So, you know, whenever you do decide that you want to be in a relationship too with this person, it's about, okay, how much can I take with my heart, but also with my mind? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't let social media destroy your life and your relationship. And don't put everything out on social media. Like, what a, you know what that'll be my last question well second to last question because i will be remiss not to ask you the question i ask all of our guests what what would you consider to be too much to put on social media concerning a relationship because for me i'm a very private person so even doing this podcast is way out of my element i like to be in the background but you know if you say you want the lord to have his way you know you gotta listen right so even though social media was not prevalent when you and dad were dating and got married now in present day, what would you consider to be too much to post? Should we wait until we're actually engaged? Should we wait until we're married? At what point should a couple make it Instagram, Facebook, whatever official? I think for that question, and that's a great question, by the way, once you all have both established that you are in relationship with one another, okay? Because some people are in relationship <sighs> with multiple people, all right? <laughs> so if you say, and again, this is you all's era, but if David took me somewhere back when we met and he introduced me as his friend, we Come would have now. had problems, right? Uh -uh. Because we have established we're in relationship. So it should be something that comes before a friend, like girl, friend. They go together, right? Because we're in relationship. So mm -hmm. because of all of this social media stuff, until we have both agreed, it's us together, me and you then I think you should make sure that you're posting your relationship status because some people are not respectful of relationships, mm. right? And I'm going to need to be on your Facebook from time to time so people know when it say relationship, this, the, this is the woman that you're in relationship with, me, Paula, this one right here. Yeah, <laughs> so... um. That's just how I feel. And the only reason I feel that way is because a few years back, um, a person that I used to date uh -oh. um, kept sending me friend requests. And I didn't have all of my stuff lined up like it should be on Facebook. Um, mm -hmm. Of course, you know, it's a rule for us. Your dad and you all are my friends. It's full transparency. But I don't think that I had married on there, but it had all of us together all the time. Mm 
mm-hmm. and um somehow oh it was right that was that was before all of the messenger viruses things and i remember <laughs> one night um i was in the actually david and i were on the couch looking at tv and, and i just started laughing because they sent me a message and i was like you should really stop you know that i am married <laughs> and and he came back and said well it doesn't say that on facebook so now i know that that's actually how p- some people and he was being a smart aleck he 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 knew that i was married i he knew mm-hmm. but he was being a smart aleck but that that did teach me something my facebook shows that i am married people mm-hmm. know that and it and for I don't think I have it listed as spouse for something else or whatever, but it's clear I'm married <laughs> to that dude, David. Just for all of the little funny people that have little jokes that seem confused. Mm-hmm. And now all of you all keep talking about sliding into people's DMs. <laughs> I don't know. Is that an Instagram thing? Or is um, that a Facebook or is I think it, it can multi- be either or because oh, okay. they're both direct messages. I think that yeah. it should be <laughs> apparent that you all are in relationships so there's no confusion. And I think mm-hmm. it's something sketchy about a girl or a guy that mm-hmm. hides the person that they're in relationship with. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a famous person, I get where you're coming from. You might not want to put that out there. But I'm talking about real famous. I'm not talking about famous. You got 5,000 followers. That No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you got Beyonce followers. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Right. But people should see you. You should um, talk about me. You should celebrate me. You should highlight me. And you should introduce me as your person that you're in relationship with. Hmm. So that's just how I feel. And I can't wait to listen to the other podcast so I can see what your other guest said. (laughs) Wow. Well, mom, with that said, my final question is a general question that I ask everyone because it is the, the theme of the show when it, when we talk about waiting. So to preface it, whatever is something that you just have on your list of whatever you're envisioning doing next, what is on your waiting list next for you? to do (laughs) not the evil laugh (laughs) so um I want to continue to serve the people but it's going to be in a different capacity so I want to continue to be of service and if you would allow me I'd love to leave it right there well then you heard it here first guys I don't know what that means (laughs) but she wants to continue to serve the people and you know what mom I think that whatever is next you deserve it yes I say that a little with a little bit of bias but at the same time like you know you really are the goat and it's my prayer that one day that if the Lord does decide to make me a wife and or mom that if I can be just 25% 25% of you then I feel like I, I did Girl, something. Girl you and your sister have already surpassed me so thank you Lord Man. for that but I'm mm-hmm. proud of you and I love you. You're love amazing you too, mom. You're amazing and I hope that you all have enjoyed the show and until then you all keep on waiting and remember you're not on this wait journey by yourselves see y'all next time Thank you. Bye Bye